0: Dave. Hey, Ollie. What's going on? How you doing?
2: I'm good. Doing well. We're uh, we're going to continue our countdown, aren't we?
0: We're back at it.
2: Yeah, I know. This is a it's a long list. We're going to be going for a while. I don't know how many episodes we're going to uh, do on this. As
0: many as it takes.
2: Yeah, because these are all great songs, and uh, I'm having a good time counting them down and remembering these songs.
0: Me too. So welcome to what difference does it make?
2: Yes, you could follow along actually on Spotify. If uh, like oh I can't remember the, they're talking about this song but uh, why won't they play it well you know because we don't have any money but uh,
0: yes we don't have any money so yeah, yet
2: Spotify has all the money so they are they're paying all the labels to uh, play these songs so we're going to put this on our Spotify playlist so uh, follow along with us as you uh, as we talk about these songs
0: check it out it's super fun
2: yeah so let's get started a little flashback as we as we do on this podcast
0: a little flashback we're going to. Uh, take a look at the top 106.7 songs from the radio station KROQ in Los Angeles, the world-famous K-Rock. Correct. Uh, 1982.
2: We're going off a list of uh, that K-Rock initially released, which is the 106.7 hits of 1982. Uh, however, there, there this year, um, since there's a KROQ HD2, as you may have heard on our, on our Freddie Snakeskin interview... Um, a
0: revival.
2: A revival. They've uh, they've revised their list. They've cut it down to the top eighty of nineteen of they, actually. They have the top eighty hits of every every year in that decade. The top eighty of 80, 1980, 1981. So we'll have a lot to discuss. Some of the songs, I guess, over time just uh, just kind of fell mm-hmm. by the wayside. I might mention during our discussion of songs that uh, <laughs> fell off the this top uh, this top list that K Rock has compiled. A song that maybe people have forgotten, but the, but was on this list. So that's why it's kind of fun to kind of go over the original list. All right. So band that flourished. Now this uh, this is interesting because I saw um, this band Duran Duran and the song Rio mm-hmm. um, in 1982. We're at number one hundred. Um, yeah, now,
0: that seems pretty low, doesn't right, it? Right.
2: So now in the revised k-rock uh list they're they're at number 41 this song rio
0: even that i would have thought i, I would have thought it would have been well higher. they had a lot
2: of other higher rated songs
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: but uh yeah rio so this is their second album that came out yeah they made videos for each one of these songs
0: oh yeah i i believe that. i don't know if that to be true but yes
2: travel to uh the great <laughs> wherever where are they recording
0: you know where, the, where, oh. where they
2: filmed the, the video
0: Rio was filmed. <laughs> they said we were on holiday in Antigua, staying next to each other like the monkeys. We were rung up and told, "Stay there. We're bringing a film crew." <laughs> I mean,
2: if you look at the videos, they all look the same. It looks like it was all shot in yeah. one day. The locales look the same, and uh, not yeah. bad to
0: look at. Them, no, so.
2: yeah, they look good. Let's put Simon on a boat. Let's put <laughs> Simon in the
0: in a in, in a hot in the, suit in
2: a hot yeah. Let him. Let's put Simon in the in the forest. Let's let Simon run. He said,
0: "You know," he said many years later in an interview. The band was asked to respond to to criticism that their videos sold a lifestyle, and Simon Laban says, "No, Rio wasn't a lifestyle. It was total fantasy. You don't wear a silk Anthony Price suit on a boat with some painted chick running around. It was a comedy video. None of us had boats. It was a greedy reaction to the hard times that had gone before.
2: But it was a look, and it was
0: you wanted to believe.
2: Of course, we all did. It was not a comedy. Yeah." I mean, they saw it as a comedy, but we saw it as... as Real life. Yeah, or something to aspire to.
0: Yes. Actually, aspir- aspirational.
2: There you go. <laughs> uh, number 99 is a... Uh, that's a comedy song.
0: <laughs>
2: this is uh, Berlin. Sex. Yep. In, and then in parentheses, I am a dot, dot, dot. Yep. Looking at the lyrics, is just ridiculous. I mean, I, I think they wanted to make a song of what it's like to have sex, what it's like in the moment, not the you know pre-wooing of the woman or right this, just the sex just yeah let's just get to the good part yeah don't bore us get to the chorus let's do, let's just do this now
0: yeah and you think that the name of the album pleasure victim like just like just yeah the theme
2: I, right so i mean it's hilarious <laughs> just yeah just they just had terry terry nunn the singer just uh scream out being yeah, hot yeah just it was kind of like her, her hot stuff record or, you know, her, her version of Donna Summer's love to love you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. kind of like that.
0: Yeah.
2: Anyway, the lyrics are funny. Look them up. I talked with, uh, with Terry Nunn a long, long time ago, but she, I, she said that, uh, it was take my breath away when that was their big hit. Yeah. She said that it was, even though it was a big hit that broke up the band because that was, you can't follow that up it was too big a hit you know it was like oh. such a different you know from what they were doing to to this power ballad that that became a hit and like the, that was it that was the end of berlin
0: oh wow
2: yeah but still a, you know that's a good song
0: yeah
2: you still know you could sing along to take my breath away
0: yeah you know I liked Berlin. I liked her. I liked the look. I liked their sound. It was they She were did have, yeah, what was me. it?
2: She had like the, it was the blonde and then the the dark hair. Yeah. The tips, like it was, or not, it wasn't even the tips. It was like a half inch of, of black hair. I remember that look. Yeah. It was like a good look. Yeah. It was memorable, obviously. I still remember that.
0: Yeah, but that song I didn't like. Wasn't that song from
2: Top Gun? Top Gun, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's coming out. When's that When's that sequel coming
0: out? <laughs> the, Soon, right?
2: Uh, I think they pushed it back, but I, I I don't know if it's, it's probably not this year. Maybe, maybe in 2020 mm. we'll have, we'll have a new Top Gun, Maverick. <laughs> Can't wait. I don't want to
0: wait that long. Is
2: this more, more movie talk on this, uh, this episode.
0: <laughs> yes. All right. So next.
2: Now this was a completely, when what, I hear this, I think what? of K-Rock because <laughs> yes. no one else could play this song. This is trios, da, da, da.
0: So you don't think of uh, Volkswagens?
2: Well, I, of course, it came back because of that. <laughs> yes, but I mean, it's just a crazy. You know, it's just this German. Say, I, I had no idea what they were saying. I think there were two versions, wasn't there? Was there an English version, or was he singing partly in German or partly in English?
0: I think it was all German. Was
2: it all German? Yeah. No, I guess there were
0: some English words thrown in. I don't know if there were, you know, I can't remember what they were.
2: I don't know what Uglick, 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 means. <but. laughs>
0: it's a, the full name of the song. Oh, I'm not even going to say it because Go it's ahead. mostly in German. <laughs> da, 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 du liebst mich nicht. Du liebst mich, n- never mind. It translates to English as da, 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 I don't love you, you don't love me. Well, that, aha, aha, aha.
2: So there was English, because I do remember that. Da, da, da. I don't love you. You don't love me. Oh, yeah, you're da, right. Da, da, da. I, I think it was kind of like uh, 99 Luff Balloons, where there was originally a German and then they cut a, an English version. Like suddenly we're getting some airplay. You need to you need to do an English yeah, version. Yeah, but the whole,
0: there was a whole version. I don't I don't know that this they actually did an English. I don't know if they did an English version of this or it was just the English words thrown in.
2: Yeah. Germans were big. There was Falco. There was Nana, mm-hmm. There was Trio. <laughs> It was yeah, good stuff. We love we love the German rock, Yes. Yeah. German new wave. Yes, we do. It was yeah, it was uniquely. It was such a unique song. I don't even know it was like the drum machine, you know. I can't recreate it. Yeah, but, uh, but that was that was totally 1980. That was a song that would, could only occur in 1982, I think.
0: Well, yes, and then it was re-released in 97 because it became popular again after the Volkswagen commercial. So f- what, 15 years later? But it's funny. They had a hard time, radio stations had a hard time finding it uh, when it started being requested again 15 years later. It was only available on some obscure collection called Sedated in the 80s, Volume 3, which I'm sure you have.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Funny.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah, so uh, uh, there might be, I don't know if there are any other Germans coming up on our...
2: All right, well, shout out to Trio.
0: Yeah, Trio, da, da, da. All right. Moving on, 97.
2: Yeah, one of your favorites. Go ahead. Take it away.
0: <laughs> I don't know that I can give you. Okay, so the song is uh, Look of Love from ABC, from the album Lexicon of Love, yes. which, by the way, charted at number four in the UK and only 18 here. Okay. Um, but I don't know that I can tell you anything more about this song that hasn't been said in any other episodes because, as you know, I'm a huge fan. The song is listed as the Look of Love Part 1. Okay. Do you... Oh, you did you I have really... this album?
2: I bought it much later.
0: Hmm. Well, the last track on the album is a short version called The Look of Love Part 4. Do you know what happened to Parts 2 and 3? No. (laughs) They (laughs) appear on the 12-inch single. Part 2 is an instrumental and Part 3 is a remix. Makes sense. Yeah.
2: I still love uh, the end of the song where he screams hip, hip, hooray. Yippee-yay, yippee eye, yay, yay. What, you think (laughs) that was a Trevor Horn thing? Anyway, I... (laughs) That's the only thing I remember about Look of Love. It didn't it didn't hit me the way it hit you. Right, well
0: I, I know per- music is very it's very personal. I know.
2: It, yeah, it was played a lot, this song, and it's it, it still holds up. Yeah. I saw the band last year and it was still great. Yeah. You Fun- saw
0: the whole band.
2: I saw the whole band. <laughs> exactly. Um all right, moving on up.
0: Dave, what's next?
2: Okay. See, now I've lost I'll my I'll tell French. you we're at oh, the go
0: goes, we- number ninety
2: six. Oh, okay. Very good. Off the album Vacation. And I was Looking at the tracks from Vacation, and I can't remember any of the songs from Vacation. I mean, I was, I, you know, as much as I know Beauty and the Beat and know every song, I and I had the album Vacation, not a lot of uh, songs I remember from from Vacation. I can't Do you want-
0: remember. Can you rattle some off to me? I'm sure I'll remember them, but I don't No, I, I mean,
2: Cool Jerk was the uh-huh. redid, they redid uh, that, and that's on this this version um and then you know this song get up and go i kind of i remember
0: oh i love this song this well i don't know if you would say it was a hit but i know this right
2: but you probably could not name any i mean i i I think vacation was the only song that actually became a hit from uh from this album and it was it was good this album was good it wasn't as, as brilliant as beauty and the beat no for a band that was from l.a and you know you you want to support your your yeah. local artists and you know these were this was our band i think this was probably you know while there were some some great some good songs on there there weren't uh, many memorable songs i guess
0: mm. ah, very good
2: yeah but still you know still love the go-go's still the go-go's still yeah still the go-go's right they put out it was only 3 records we got of them so uh you know this was the maybe it was this was the sophomore slump
0: yeah maybe what was the third what was the name of the third album
2: it's like a talk show. I talk show. It. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Head yeah. over heels, which is I loved.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah. And there was a compilation, "Return to the Valley of the Go-Go's in 1994. Yeah, remember? I mean,
2: yeah, there were still yeah good Go Go songs, and uh, yeah, it's still great to hear all this stuff. But, uh, yeah, the vacation is as good as it was. Was not it was not the first album. It alpha. was not Beauty and the Beat. Yes, yeah. we can just Which say is, that. It's about hard. That. It's, well, it's hard to follow up a classic. Yes. <laughs> hey, you're listening to the What Difference Does It Make podcast. Take a break because that's what we're going to do right now. Just relax for 30 seconds. Chill.
1: Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds.
2: are the what difference does it make podcast returns all right so we move on to number 95
0: one of your favorites
2: yeah <laughs> i mean and this is from the movie valley girl back to movie talk mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah from from the movie valley girl is what i remember this most from
0: <laughs> which was also one of your so this is eaten by the monster of love
2: yeah i mean it was just 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 a crazy creative yeah. wonderful song that uh also forgotten from this is not on the k-rock list Ah, yeah, the new, newly revised.
0: Yeah, it makes sense, but there are other Sparks songs on the, on the on
2: the. Maybe
0: I bet there are. I guess we'll find out.
2: Yeah, uh, that should be interesting. A lot of the stuff uh, your Sparks and your King Crimson, this, the songs that Freddie probably likes, um, are not not on this list anymore.
0: Yeah, but Sparks is more of a, a, a rock band. Than... This, this
2: album was for sure "Angst in My Pants," yeah, uh, which is a great title. But uh, it was very funny, clever lyrics, great hooks, and just so much fun. Yeah, I lo- yeah, I loved everything about this record.
0: Yeah, I had forgotten about this song uh, until you put it on your Halloween list.
2: Oh, I put. The- yes, you did. <laughs> oh, okay, nice. Yes. Good job, Dave. Yes, yeah, it was. A, it was a good choice. I thought it was a great
0: choice.
2: That's funny. You know, Sparks still. Still vital and still still putting out music.
0: Yes, and to quote one of the reviews, it's a dizzyingly fun, lyrically clever, and supremely danceable slice of glammy new wave pop. And I think that is exactly, that is a perfect description.
2: That was great stuff. <laughs> all right, anyway. Uh, all right, so as we move up the list, uh, number 94, the Stray Cats, Built for Speed.
0: From the album Built for Speed. Yes. Which
2: which is not on the list anymore. No.
0: I, and Stray I Cats
2: have disappeared. Brian Setzer, though, still playing around, you know, every, every Christmas you will see him in L.A.
0: Well, yes, that's right. We did discuss that. Yeah. But they've disappeared, but they haven't disappeared from 1982.
2: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, and I, I'm not quite sure. I think I remember reading something that the Stray Cats are going to be playing again. They're getting back together.
0: Well, that would be a lot of fun. It would be. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Still fun stuff.
0: Yeah. I, I assume they are a lot of fun. But I didn't remember. I mean, I remember the album Built for Speed. Didn't have that have the hits?
2: Yes. That was their, I would, yeah, that was their beauty in the beat. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but I didn't, the, it, Built for Speed, the song itself didn't come to mind when thinking of that album.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean,
2: talking about cars. Yeah. You know, fifty. it's the 50s. Hot, yeah. It's talking about their hot rod there, yeah. but also about girls. So, you know. Cars and, and girls and, and rockabilly. Timeless themes. Timeless. Yeah, still. Still talking about this stuff. <laughs> all right. Number 93. Go ahead. This is uh, this one belongs to you. I think you, <laughs> this is one of your favorites.
0: Well, it's funny. It's not. It, it has become. I guess you could say it's become one of my favorites. But my my resident expert mm-hmm. who is an expert in, you know, a handful of bands and missing persons is one of them my resident expert, is a huge fan, uh, not so much of, of Dale Bozio. He considers Missing Persons to be Terry Bozio, the drummer. Mm-hmm. And this song, while in many places, including this chart, it's listed as noticeable ones, Yes, it's actually called Noticeable One. Okay. <laughs> it's from the album um, Spring Session M.
2: Does that make a difference in the song? Do you know? Uh,
0: no, well, because it's about um, you know what a self-absorbed person. I am one of the noticeable ones but I'm a noticeable one. Yeah, no, I mean it doesn't make in the song. It says I am one of the noticeable ones, notice me. It's not singular in the song in the lyrics. Okay. But the name of the song is actual notice is noticeable one. Well, that's could be noticeable.
2: tied to that could be tied to Dale because you know, she's wearing the plexiglass bra. She's like, noticeable. Right. I was actually watching a uh Yesterday, as I was going through the list, I saw a live performance from the band, and you know oh. Dale is not that dynamic, but then you, you see Terry, and, and he, the you could see the spotlight is on him most of the time. It's really funny, that, uh, you know, and he's he's kind of doing like guitar moves with on his drums, yeah. And, you know, just kind of you know getting into it like a guitarist would. It's kind of interesting see the seeing the dynamic. Terry kind of stays in place and does like you know shimmies back and forth, yeah. Yeah, it's more she, her. She is noticeable, but uh,
0: it's not her. Uh, you're right that to make that distinction, it's not that she's so dynamic on stage, but she has a look about her that is. She had a great, memorable. Look. Yeah.
2: Oh, she had a total memorable look. That yeah. was yeah.
0: They met in uh, for they were in Frank Zappa's band. Oh, okay. That's where they met.
2: Was she singing background or was
0: she must have been? She had, right?
2: a, yeah, she had a great voice too. I mean, I liked where you, you yeah. knew immediately this was a yes. missing person's. Song. It's a, part of it was Dale singing.
0: Do you know the song?
2: Uh, I, I pulled it up yesterday, so yeah, I kind of remember it.
0: Do you? I, I like the song a lot, but it's funny that, oh, I mean, this was pretty high up on the, I mean, pretty low in the countdown and the hits, because it wasn't considered a hit. No. This album had a lot of other hits.
2: Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah this is another one not listed on the K Rock uh, Top 80.
0: Yeah, I, I would imagine, but the others, I'm sure the others are, which we'll get to. We won't disclose right. them now. But, uh, According to my, my Ari's opinion, this isn't, nor were the hits, but this song isn't the best one on the album. And when he listed off to me what his favorite songs on spring session M were, you probably wouldn't recognize any of them.
2: I can hundred percent agree with whatever that list is. Cause I probably would not know this. Um, the one thing I know, do you know what spring session M is?
0: It's an anagram of their name. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Missing well, persons. Yes. All right. Fine, I can't stump you with any missing persons. Yeah. That's all. That's all. I'm done with missing persons trivia. Yeah.
0: Do you know they played the S Festival that year too? I do know that. Yeah. Were you there?
2: No. Are you yeah. kidding? I was a, <laughs> I was too young. I was a babe. <laughs>
0: 1982. <laughs> it was so scary. Your parents no, didn't let you go to festivals. At-
2: I, I. I don't think I knew anyone who would drive out there or do any of that. I. I was. I was definitely interested. Yeah. But that, yeah, that would have been fun, but, yeah. uh, nah, it was not to be, I went to other shows later <laughs> in life, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yes. Enough, enough. You're, you're well, covered.
2: Not enough, but still. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, 92, another band that, um, I think it's, is, this was a great album. The Flock of Seagulls debut record. Yeah. That just, uh, this was a good song too, but it wasn't a hit. It's called Telecommunication.
0: It didn't chart on either it didn't chart in the UK either.
2: Telecommunication, telecommunication, do, 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 do. I remember hearing it on the on the radio. Once yeah. I um, you know, I pulled it up and kind of re- remembered it. Like, oh yeah, this is great. Yeah. There are a number of great songs. Uh, songs. Flock of sequels. That first record was really, really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I happen to like this song better than the bigger hits. Oh yeah. 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 And you, know, you didn't remember it. That's funny.
2: Uh, well, once I well, yeah, once I pulled it <laughs> up again, I'm like, oh yeah, 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 I remember yeah. this a lot. Yeah. Now all I think of Flock of Seagulls is I think of Chandler Bing whenever they uh, they do the the flashbacks, and Chandler always had the he had the flock of oh, the seagulls <laughs> the flock yeah. of seagulls hair. Yes.
0: <laughs> Did that have a name? That hairdo?
2: The flock of seagulls hair.
0: That's what we call it.
2: Yeah. Do you know this? Do you know the singer? What his name was? I mean, yeah, you wouldn't know, but nobody knows. No, was, I do know. It was Mike Score. But I mean, you know, no one should know that. Why? Why would you know? They were big. They
0: were huge at the time. They were huge,
2: right? But it was Floccy. Like you know, like Blondie. A lot of people don't know Blondie's the lead singer of Blondie. Deborah Harry. They just everybody knows. I know they called her Blondie. She was known as Blondie.
0: Yes, that's true. But didn't everybody know her name?
2: Some, a lot of people. You'd be surprised how many people wouldn't know. Oh yeah, yeah, (laughs) she was Blondie.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Um. Do you know that they had a fan a fan in Phil Spector? One of your favorites?
2: Oh, a Flock of Seagulls? Yep. I could see that because, they're yeah, sound.
0: They used, well, they used an effect that was similar to the Wall of Sound. And he actually called the band Phenomenal. But unlike I, the Wall of Sound, Flock of Seagulls recorded in stereo.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I would hope so. Uh, okay. So there we go. Let's uh, let's end, actually, let's end on 91 because that's a good one to, uh, yeah. to end. And this was Timeless. Yes insane this is uh david bowie and queen under pressure
0: yes from the album hot space in 1981 which i did not remember
2: i did know that but i you have all the notes there do you how did this come together i really don't know the story of like how bowie and and freddie and and the band came together and like this and decide this was a song did they who wrote the song i i I should have done some more research on
0: oh i got it all here (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, this is according to John Deacon. Freddie did most of the songwriting, but everyone contributed. It's credited to Queen with David Bowie, okay, because the B side is Queen's Soul Brother, which was recorded. I don't know if this was if this is about Soul Brother or um, Under Pressure, but it was recorded in an impromptu session in Montreux in 1981. This way, Brian May. This is an, an interview in October 2008. It was hard because you, heard, you had four very precocious boys and David Bowie, who was precocious enough for all of us. David took over the song lyrically. Looking back, it's a great song, but should have been mixed differently. And Freddie and David had a fierce battle over that, I guess, the way it was mixed.
2: It's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Egos.
0: Egos. You can imagine.
2: Craziness. But yeah, yeah. I, uh, as I I just looked up uh, how high it charted, it only went up to 29 on the U.S. charts.
0: One in the U.K. But- yeah, which is surprising.
2: Right, I mean it's it's still it's still a beloved song. Two geniuses, you know, recording this song. And if you look on, on YouTube, they have uh, you can hear the separate vocal tracks of them. Yes, I know. And it's insane. I mean, it's just like oh, there's, there's no one saying like this, or you know, we'll never hear pop singers like this again.
0: Do you remember hearing it the first time, thinking, "Oh my God, it's Queen and David Bowie"? <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I don't remember having an "Oh my God" moment, but I just remember. Pretty much loving it instantly. Yeah. It's really but st- and Yeah. And even on K-Rock, it was not on this list. It was number 91. The revised edition, it's only number 73.
0: But I think it charted. This is the K-Rock chart. I'm sure on the rock charts, just because of the artists, it probably charted higher. Or, or probably was m- played more. You said it didn't chart higher.
2: It really wasn't a, a rock chart back in 82. There, hmm. So, there, so there, was only, there was only one official chart for the most part, you know, you hot your, 100. Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's what everyone went off of and that's a little bit later that they started uh, branching out into different formats for for uh, for songs, but uh for this in 82, it's either a hit or it's not a hit.
0: Yeah. You would say it's a bigger hit than it was than it actually was, but uh yeah, it's funny about well, the- Yeah, <laughs> it
2: just had a life on its own. It yeah. Just I mean it it never really died. I mean, it, I mean, obviously it fell off the charts, but uh, you know,
0: it's played it's played pretty regularly.
2: Yeah, uh, everywhere, anywhere.
0: Um, speaking of anywhere, this is what I thought. It's something I found funny. I was at Oddly, a dance club a few years ago, probably four, three or four years ago, and this song came on, and everybody rushed the dance floor. And this to me doesn't seem like a very danceable
2: no, <laughs> song. It's not, it's not at all. But people just jump it.
0: around and they love it and they want to sing it. But I thought it was funny because it's not of all the songs you can dance to. Yeah. Yeah. But.
2: We'll have to do a karaoke version of this song.
0: Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, we'll do a duet. <laughs> yes. ne- next holiday party. Next holiday party.
2: We'll flip for it. Whoever could take either one. I could do either one horribly.
0: Uh, same. Okay. All
2: That's, right, uh, deal. Oh, great. All right, so let's, uh, we're wrapping it up.
0: We are wrapping it up. Thanks for listening to What Difference Does It Make?
2: Thank you so much. Remember to follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Comments, concerns questions anything you
1: you have we'd love to hear from you check you later over and out it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football